All right, so I'm going to give you a quick recap of the fun that I had two weeks ago, which is a little bit late, uh, from uh, F8, Fate, Facebook's developer conference, and uh, more importantly, the Oculus Go. If you haven't heard about it, it's 200 bucks, and it's a VR headset, and maybe you've used them, maybe you haven't, but it's probably the one thing that I took away from the the whole show where I was like, that's pretty damn cool. So let me give you kind of a rundown of, of what it is and uh, kind of how it got there. So Facebook's been busy, and uh, it's no secret that they acquired Oculus some time ago, and at last year's conference in 2017, they had a whole big, you know, garage that you could check out Oculus Riff and, uh, you know, and use like the full two-handed controllers and, and all this stuff. And what they've done with the Oculus Go is kind of interesting. And I, I kind of think about it as the introduction to VR um, for people who are new. Uh, but with a whole lot of horsepower, and they really made it casual. Like, VR can be pretty overwhelming, particularly in the game space. You know, like you gotta go and strap on your cable and, you know, plug it into your computer and get your two-handed controllers and get everything configured. And, oh my God, it's just a lot of work. And, uh, you know, and it's... Uh, so at that time it was a thousand bucks and I think now it's like seven hundred dollars um, but still that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of equipment and your modern game systems like PlayStation and Xbox and uh, even Samsung uh, they have some of these and then on the more let's call it like the portable side this is like the mobile phone version of VR um, you know they have they have the cheap ones and the cheap ones are where you put your phone inside of the goggles and and you pretty much use your phone, and you gotta you gotta kind of figure it all out. But um, this isn't like that. This is a step above, and I think that's what's most intriguing. So the headset itself has got a really really good resolution display. It also has this very clever speaker system built right into the straps, and it doesn't uh, go into your ears, and you can hear everything just fine. And other people really can't hear it unless you crank the volume, and even then, it's not very loud. It's loud to you, but not to them. Um, but uh, so my setup was: I got it. I had to download the uh, an app for my phone first, so I could just you know get some software on it and link it and all this good stuff. And then I had to link the little controller, and the controller is very reminiscent of the modern Apple TV controller. It's got like a swipeable surface um, and it's got a trigger on it and it's got a back button and an Oculus button, which is a home button. And you, when you load it all up and you finally get there, you then gotta put it on a network and you can't really use the Starbucks's and I mean, you can, but it doesn't really work well. Um, but yeah, you just wanna have a decent Wi-Fi connection. And it's standalone after you get the whole phone setup thing done. So once you once you do the phone and the hardware update or firmware update or whatever, you're good to go. And then it's pretty much just you and the, the headset. There's no wires. It's got a battery. It lasts for, eh, I think, about an over maybe an hour. Uh, but two hours is 
probably die on you, especially if you're doing something pretty intense. Uh, the thing loads up and you get to like personalize it. It's got this like dope theme uh, where it's like five or six. It's like a desktop wallpaper. It's very much like whatever you would expect to have from like a good desktop computer experience. Um, it has a, like a home section. It's got a little navigation that floats at the bottom. And, and what you do is you use this single-handed controller to, to like a laser pointer. You see this virtual controller in space with like a white line that comes off of it with a dot and any of the surfaces that the dot touches you just click the front trigger and that's the select mechanism just like tapping and you can tap on like home you can tap on library you can tap on friends you sign in with your facebook account anybody else has got one of these you're going to see them if they're online and you can go have a party with them and the party is just hanging out in a room so they have this like room thing and you can go in there and play music and play cards and it's it's very cool it's very cool i had the opportunity to actually like get my he uh headset set up with another person so we were pretty much in the same room trying to do this on hotel wi-fi and it didn't work very well we we're getting booted off the network and all that fun stuff but uh but it was good to kind of like dive right in and so um they have an app store uh again it's very much like what you'd expect from a mobile phone uh, just that the screen is, you're wearing it on your face. And the way you interact with it is with kind of a laser pointer instead of tapping. And eh, to me, it feels really polished. It does. And it feels like the app store is a little light, but what's in there is enough to get you engaged. And it has a web browser and it has settings for connecting to Wi-Fi. Because again, once you're done with the phone, you don't really have to use it. It's really a companion app. It's something that like, tells you if your friends are online or whatever that way you're not just like living in the headset waiting for people to go on and and all this other stuff um and you can even like uh earmark apps from the phone so if you don't want to spend time in the headset browsing for apps you can do it in the phone and then you still got to download them in the, the headset it's got about 32 gigabytes of storage as well and it uses one of those USB-C chargers not the the new new ones but the ones that charge like android phones and most wireless headsets and all that cool stuff and so let me just let me just get right into the, the app store part so app store's got a lot of stuff and it's got what i feel is an abundance of like companion movie and tv show vr experiences like disney's got stuff and then your favorite shows have got stuff typically uh there's movie trailers even a movie store so you can actually like go and and buy the movies and, and 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 watch them on your headset if you want to download them. And again, you only got 32 gigabytes of storage, so you have to be you have to be strategic about it. Um, and and they got games. They got games. They're they're not super intense games, um, but they are very cool. Um, mostly roller coaster simulators. It's kind of the big thing, and it's uh, it feels pretty good actually. It'll it'll definitely. Uh, get you a little bit scared um and and it does because you're surrounded by this this visor and it's really immersive you can get into the roller coaster ride it's kind of fun and i've i've tried it out with a bunch of friends and just watched them uh nearly fall out of chairs you know going down the roller coaster so there is something there um and and uh, and they have a lot of free stuff. 
and again, mostly the movie and the TV show stuff. Discovery's got some pretty cool stuff. And mainly what you're looking at is you get brought into these experiences where people shoot with like 360 cameras and you're just checking out a scene. Um, and that's photographs or movies. Um, and then they have like interactions where you can click on stuff. But the space itself provides a lot of opportunity. Um, and you know what? It's not jittery. It doesn't make you feel sick. I will say that prolonged usage will get your eyes uh, really kind of kind of a worked out feeling um you'll feel a little disoriented but it's not like puking or any of that stuff it's just it's just kind of like okay that was a little you know intense and then once you're back to reality it's uh you know it's not as harsh but yeah it's definitely got some brightness that works your eyes out and what what is also cool is netflix and hulu are on there there's no YouTube. You can go and use the Oculus browser, and it's an Android-based device, so you pretty much get like an Android browser. And you can go to YouTube there, and you can check out videos on YouTube there, and you can sign in your email and all kinds of stuff. It's got a pretty decent experience. Um, you know, things that aren't optimized for mobile doesn't work so well, but you can still get through it. Um, you can scroll pages and all that, and it's kind of this big square floating in space, and it you know, extends that extends what a normal desktop computer would extend. It's a little close, to be honest. I would prefer to actually have um, some of these things sit back in space a little bit more and give me some more distance. But uh, for what it is, it's very clear. I didn't see too much blurriness or, you know, anything like that. Um, I, I thought overall it looked really good. It was it's cool. Then um, what I use the Oculus for mainly is you can uh, you can check out a movie um, and go on Netflix or Hulu. And what's cool about them is they have their own little like VR experience. So they've got this like really well laid out house um, in both of these apps and they're pretty chic. And they've got some clever little things they do where like you go on Netflix and there's like this big, if you've got a, terrible apartment and a cheap tv this is definitely for you <coughs> because you're gonna get a massive massive tv hanging on the wall um and you know and, and and you're gonna be somewhere else it's gonna it's pretty cool so you get into the headset and you you uh you go in this netflix room and you're looking right ahead at the tv and you you basically just browse like you would on the phone and then you pick a movie and it plays full screen and it's uh, it's really nice. It's pretty immersive too. Um, but you can really focus on it like nothing around you distracts like if you're in your home and people are like walking around or, you know, things are moving. You don't see any of that stuff. You just see their room. So it's kind of less distracting. You can really, you can really pay attention to the movie, which is kind of nice for me because I, I like doing that. Um, and, uh, and the room's kind of neat because it's a really well laid out room. It's like a, you know, it's like a cabin somewhere in the snowy mountains. And, and whenever you play the movie, the lights in the cabin actually dim, uh, for the movie experience. So it's got, you know, it's got these little, little, you know, touches that are very nice. Give you a, a lot of confidence that the, uh, they, that they, they put some thought into how they built this. And I think there's going to be a lot more of that, but it's, uh, it's definitely something cool. The other thing I use it for, uh, believe it or not, is is web browsing. Um, 
I have found some things don't work. There isn't Spotify either, um, but there is an app that connects to it, but it doesn't work very well. It's some kind of like VR experience where you can bring in your own music. And just, uh, I mean, obviously people don't really have the app space figured out in VR, at least on the Oculus Go. Um, this may be figured out on other platforms, but that's my take on it. Um, I just feel like there's a, there's a big opportunity to get in there and make some, you know, really good experiences. I could see education definitely being a good category. I can also see, um, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of really interactive ways of consuming content. Um, again, there's a ton of them out there, but they just don't, uh, they just don't hit the mark for me. Uh, and, and I think a lot of that is, again, it's a little premature. Um, but I mean, in the next few months here, we're going to see a lot of stuff. And, and again, what they have is enough to keep me engaged. I, I still use the headset. And then the final thing that I can say that I really like, and it's not the most beautifully designed VR thing, but it is really good. It's really, really fun to use. And it's VR poker. And it's it's a straight up poker room. They've got daily spins and you sit at a table and you're playing with other players. These are real people that are just chilling out there um, with their headsets on, uh, playing around a poker and you just get matched and thrown into a room and they get, you don't get to use your avatar, um, but they give you an avatar. So you're somebody at the table and it's random. You can be a woman. Uh, you could be uh, a guy um, and they're, you know, they're all dressed and, and it's kind of cool because you can look around and you can see how many chips they have and the visor, if you lock on it close enough, it'll actually tell you how many chips are there. And so that's kind of dope. And, um, and, and it's pretty fast paced. So it's cool. And the other thing I like about it is when you, just like when you're sitting at a poker table, if you look down at the cards, the cards come up so you can see them. And then when you look up, your hands go back down. Um, that's kind of, it's kind of a nice little touch. Um, but I, I find it, I find it to be a whole lot of fun. I mean, there's a, there's a lot to like about this VR stuff. It's, uh, it's like I said, in the next few months, you're going to see a lot of cool stuff. The other things about the Facebook conference, um, you know, I thought that, some of their marketing enhancements and uh, their analytics platform uh, that's definitely getting bigger and better uh, and I feel like there's a lot of polish uh, on those tools when last year they were kind of new and that was kind of it but they've definitely got a lot going on with their marketing tools they got all, you know everybody's doing the machine learning Google you know announcements yesterday uh, VR and AR and AI pretty much you can assume that Microsoft, Google, Facebook um, are going hard. They're betting hard on those things. Um, the other stuff about the Facebook conference that was kind of interesting is um, they have these initiatives that are for, you know, bringing, bringing the internet to people who don't have it. Um, they've also got uh, uh, quite a lot of investment on camera usage. Uh, they address GDPR pretty well, and um, yeah, they're doing stuff about that. 
and I'm not really sure what that means for marketers, but that's that's not our primary business anyways. Um, and overall, it just, it, it felt a little bit light. There wasn't anything too new and innovative from what they revealed in 2017. Uh, I think the biggest thing is just that it's here now and they've they've made it real and, and alive. But uh, it's definitely it's definitely worth checking out. If you go to the developers.facebook.com website, you can watch all the recaps there. And and yeah, but my recommendation would be if you're curious and you don't want to spend a thousand dollars or six hundred dollars and a game console and all this other stuff, and you just want to kind of give something a run. Don't go out and buy those cheap headsets that are like eighteen dollars and throw your phone in there because you're just not really going to get the same experience. Instead, why don't you go for the big boy? Uh, get yourself an Oculus Go. I definitely recommend it um, because uh, it's a uh, it's it's a nice little it's a nice little toy to have around, and and uh, you don't have to buy game cartridges and controllers and all that stuff to have a good time with it. And hell, if I see you in the poker room, let's play. <laughs>